0: Joe
1: Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad
0: to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. We've got Jason Lewis at the bottom of this hour. He is a formerly nationally syndicated talk show host based in Minnesota. He's written a book called Party Politics. And um, actually, is it called, Gary, is it called Party Politics?
1: I should probably know. I interviewed the guy, right? Yeah, you should.
0: Why don't you do one of these interviews? No, party animal. Party animal. But it is about party politics. So we've got Jason on Bottom of the Hour. We talk about what the hell happened in Minnesota. How do you stop it from happening in other states? Can you get a district like District 5 back from Elon Omar, the liar who pretended she was arrested the other day? Did did you see AOC's ridiculous denial of of pretending like she was in handcuffs?
1: Yes, I did.
0: I mean, what is she talking about? she literally pretended she was in handcuffs and then tried to laugh it off later like she didn't and Omar did the same exact thing Carrie one would have to assume one would have to assume if we're being real and not being political that they had to talk about it beforehand so they were gonna they were going to pretend like they were in handcuffs because yeah, you don't I just heard- naturally do that.
1: No, AOC said that is you know you put your hands behind your back. You know if you're confronted by police, that is what you do. That is what we did. I wasn't pretending that I was being handcuffed or that I was handcuffed. Um, She's put a liar. My hands behind my back.
0: Nobody does that. Nobody automatically puts their hands behind their backs. In fact, the police would say, "What are you doing? I'm up you in your handcuffs." The police would literally say that. If you okay, oh put me. I'm going You don't have to do that. You can walk normally next to a police officer if you're not being arrested. And by the way, they were not arrested. They were they were all given a fifty dollar ticket. I've gotten tickets. Carol if you've heard this, mm-hmm. but I've gotten tickets in my life. Yeah, many. A ticket or two. The cops were always wrong in pulling me over. Are they? Eh, so. Had an emergency in my mind mm-hmm. and um should have left me alone. But I've gotten tickets. They they never said you're under arrest, never put me in handcuffs, never put me in the back of the car, never took me down and booked me. This is um it, it's it's a violation. It's a misdemeanor. And actually, it's worse to get a, a speeding ticket like I may or may not have gotten a time or two than it is to get a $50 like trespassing ticket because I get I get points on my license, something that hasn't happened in a long time. But um, the allegation that they were arrested is untrue. The allegation now that she's showing people how to act when you are confronted by police is also untrue because most of the idiots that had their hands behind their backs are, are advocates for banning or defunding the police. So they're not, like, going to get in line and just do whatever police say. She wanted us to believe she was in handcuffs. And what tells me something about about Omar specifically is that this uh, this news anchor slash reporter over at WCCO in Minneapolis was alleging that she, in fact, was was handcuffed and arrested. Oh, yes, that happened. So we've got Jason Lewis at the bottom of the air. We talk about all that and then some. Plus, uh, we've got campus reform coming up as well on your Thursday. Feeling all right. Uh huh. Say what? Seems I
1: got the hell. that is Chocolate Voice. How James you doing?
0: You are all right.
1: I have
0: Sam, how you doing?
1: Gives us Steve.
0: Prison, I'm feeling good. Pace. Way, Polo getting it I done too. The Although we couldn't connect from the, on the camera, we'll do that later. On
1: my own so it's Feeling alright on
0: Thursday. It's almost Friday. The weekend's almost the here. Voice is a little more warmed up, but instead of talking sort of warmed up. We'll see won't if we can do it a little bit better than the first hour. Carrie won't, she won't even do it. You're all right. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling too good myself, no. Come on, man. Uh-huh. Let's even get the note down. Yes, sir. You're feeling all It's not their day. Tell me it's not dinner day. And I don't care if you like how I sing or not, Carrie. Blah blah. I'm Carrie. Okay. But I know when I don't hit the note. I was just bad today. I don't know why. Yeah, I would agree. Normally I'll hit the note. I know you think it's bad all the time. I get it. But at least I'm in tune today, Kay. good I can't get it. It's just yeah. not there. God. Yeah, I mean, what, okay. what the hell?
1: God. It's screeching. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Let's don't. That's not screeching. That's that's how Bon Jovi sings.
1: No, no. Don't even go there. I
0: I will do a Bon Jovi karaoke right now if you keep it up. No,
1: please do not. Do not do that.
0: ah, ah. Nailed it. Better than Bon Jovi sitting in the studio, be honest with you.
1: Not at all. No, 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 no. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Uh, Terrific.
0: Tell the truth. You like Bon Jovi because of how he looks. And even if he couldn't sing, you'd be okay with that
1: yes i would there you can, go so, so. <laughs> finally
0: thank you thank you for being an honest truth teller for once all right uh 888 pags 888-941-7247 joepags.com yeah there's some reporter slash anchor named esme i'm not making fun of her i don't know how to pronounce it it's esme would you know esme. how to pronounce
1: that esme sounds
0: right is is that a name you've seen before yeah
1: yeah Esme.
0: really it's a mm-hmm. it's a woman's name yeah is it short for something
1: Unless uh, it's like Esmeralda or something like
0: that? I don't know. No idea. but Maybe. Um, her name is Esme, and I think that's, I don't, If listen, I'm not pronouncing it right, I'm not making fun of you, I don't know. Um, Murphy. And she's a reporter slash anchor, WCCO TV in Minneapolis. Also, but most of all, she's a proud hockey mom. This is on her Twitter uh, profile. Um, as I scrolled through to find out what the hell she was talking about, because I saw some people spreading this ridiculous post that she put up about about Omar. I just, I don't understand why you leave the first one there. The first tweet that she puts up about Omar being taken away in handcuffs, and I'll show this to those who are watching, and I'll just play the video as it goes. Uh, here's, here's AOC, who clearly is putting her fist in the air, and then the next one is Omar also with her hands behind her back as if she's being arrested and she's not. And then right at the end of the video, she's going to put her fist up in the air as well, pretending she's in handcuffs. Here, go- here goes the fist right there. Boom, right at the end, you see the fist go up. Now this Esme Murphy reports, staff confirms this is video of Representative Elon Omar under arrest and in handcuffs she and other female members were arrested in a protest supporting abortion rights in front of the Supreme Court today. Now, of course, uh, an even-handed reporter should say supporting um, the pro-choice movement, not abortion rights, because abortion isn't a right. Um, it never has been. It's never been in the Constitution. But again, I don't know her. Maybe she's, generally speaking, fair-handed. I don't know. I hope she is, or else she's not a journalist. So she writes that, and Carrie, in the actual video that I'm talking about, You can see at the end of the video, I'm going to fast forward for those who are watching. Right here, you see Omar takes her hand from behind her back and puts it up in a fist over her head. It's in the right-hand portion of the video that I'm showing. This is a video that I didn't come up with. This is a video that this news anchor and reporter posted. Mm -hmm. She posted the video. And she's saying, this is a video of Representative Omar under arrest and in handcuffs. And Carrie how do you say that if the video you're showing shows she's clearly not in handcuffs? I obviously she didn't watch the whole thing right. So then we go to the next post by her correction. It is not clear in this video of Elon Omar that she is in handcuffs. Staff says she's been taken into custody along with other MOC I guess members of Congress during a pro-abortion rights protest. It looks at the end of the clip that she is not in cuffs. Why do you leave the original one, and why do you write it in, this, in such a way that it's not clear that she's in handcuffs? Carrie, if she show, is shown in this video that she's not in handcuffs by putting her hand, uh, uh, taking her hand from behind her back, putting it up in a fist, why would you start this post with, correction, it's not clear in this video I that she's in handcuffs? I
1: don't know why she did that.
0: Would you have said that?
1: Mm, no, I would not have.
0: And then she posts... Representative Omar says she was given a ticket and will have to pay $50 in fines. Her picture was taken while she was in custody. No fingerprints. She and other females MOC, a female MOC, were arrested today while protesting at the Supreme Court for abortion rights. They were not arrested. No fingerprints. A picture was taken. Come on. $50 fine. This obviously is a misdemeanor. They were not taken down and booked. She was never in handcuffs. And listen... Minnesota, I don't know this lady. She and I might be great friends had we met. I don't know Esme Murphy. I don't. She might be unbelievably awesome. But in those three posts, she wasn't. And when you post the first one, let's say you're having a bad day, not enough coffee. And you did not watch the video closely enough to see clearly Omar's not in handcuffs. Clearly, she lifts her her hand up at the end of it, so she's not in handcuffs. Post the correction, take down the original one. My original video, I wrote that her staff told me she was in handcuffs and had been arrested. In watching the video, it's clear she's not in handcuffs. Why is that so hard to do? Because that would have kept your integrity in line. I don't care if you like Elon Omar or hate her. I don't care if you voted for her or didn't. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. None of that matters. What matters is when you say you're going to be a journalist, a job I've done, and I did it for a long time, all hell of a lot better than I just saw you do it on the 19th. When you do that job, your opinion doesn't matter. Your feelings don't matter. Your leanings don't matter. What matters is here's a piece of video that shows this person pretending to be in handcuffs with her hands behind her back, just like AOC just did. And then at the end, showing you clearly she's not in handcuffs. It's now your job as the news teller, because that's all you are. You're not an opinion maker. You're not an editorialist. It's your job as the news teller to say she clearly is not in handcuffs, even though her office said she was. That would be actually doing the news. This person clearly isn't not, she's either not good enough at the job to do the job right, or she is good enough and purposely is, is making sure there's a lot of gray in which she reports. And that gray area is always going to lean toward the side of Omar. Now, how do I know that? Because as I scroll down, she's going on and on about what a great interview Barack Obama and White House, or a great interview Barack Obama White House photographer Pete Souza did or something. Also Reagan's photographer. Took a picture of Princess Diana. Um, so so she's, she's pushing other stuff that she's done but for some reason, mentions Barack Obama's White House photographer in the first line. Instead of saying this was Ronald Reagan's photographer, the man who took pictures of Princess Diana also was the White House photographer for for Barack Obama. Clearly, even subconsciously, she's somebody who's going to show her left leanings whether you like it or not. And that's a problem. It's a problem. It really is. And again, she might be unbelievably I don't know what she sounds like. I see what she looks like in the one picture she posted. She might be a great anchor, might might handle the desk very well, might might be quick on the fly with breaking news. I don't know. But what she did here by leaving all three of those posts up when she should have taken down the previous two posts that are that are wrong and just said although her office said she was arrested and taken away in handcuffs, Representative Elon Omar, District Five Democrat, great state of Minnesota was not in handcuffs, and got basically a ticket. But she did the job wrong because she wanted you, those of you watching and listening, to get the wrong impression and to go to work the next day and say, hey, you see, Omar was arrested and put in handcuffs. It's crazy. And maybe we can call it racist. Was the cop white? Was she, because she's from Somalia, she's black. So I just think there's so much being inferred there by this person is supposed to be completely and utterly without opinion or slant. That it bothers me that this is like your local, what is this, the CBS at CCO? Is that what this is? I think it is, I don't know. But it makes me crazy that all three of those tweets are still up. You take the tweets down and you say, I had it wrong. They told me wrong. It was wrong. You know what I mean? But she didn't do that. Not even for a second. And it makes me crazy. We'll talk about that with Jason Lewis at the bottom. But I want to hear from you. Whether you live in that in that area of Minneapolis-St. Paul or not, whether this is your television news anchor or not, when you watch the TV news, when you hear Carrie give the news on the radio, when you hear me tell you about news stories before I get into my editorialization and my and my opinion, are you getting the straight scoop? Or are you getting something slanted? Because for me, you know I'm a commentator. You know that Hannity's a commentator. You know that Tucker's a commentator. You also know we're going to give you the straight news. This is why I have a news anchor here who does a great job. And then I'm going to give you my opinion after it. But here's somebody who is a news reporter slash anchor, according to her own profile, who gave you false information about Elon Omar, never took it down, and the correction was half right. That's nuts. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Great to have you at the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-7247 or joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Make sure you're following on Instagram for those come on videos putting those up on instagram now i also did a vision today on getter so if you're following on getter instagram getter facebook and twitter are all joe talk show i'd like for them to all be consistently joe pags but some others have joe pags and getting away from them is, is not going to be easy in fact the guy who has it blocked me or something he hasn't used the, the account for years but he, he's just holding it holding out probably once big bucks it's not going to happen so joe talk show or joe pags if it's verified it's me those come on videos will not be on tiktok anymore. i'm not posting on tiktok anymore Um, In fact, I deleted it from my phone. That's the truth. Uh, So go to other uh, outlets, check out the Ronnie Jackson interview, check out the Charlie Kirk interview, and check out the uh, far right wing Latinas um, parody that I did yesterday. A lot of good reaction from that. And the two women in the parody uh, seemed to to enjoy it. They retweeted it. Let me tell you about uh, Superbeats. Superbeats are awesome. When we were younger, we had more energy. We had better blood flow, better circulation. Uh, we didn't worry as much about getting that energy and having it sustained throughout the day because we were making this miracle molecule that you, you don't even know about, nitric oxide. Um, we don't make it in, in enough uh, enough quantities as you get older so you need some help super Beats gives you that help they used to have the powder that you put in your drink in the morning the fruit juice your protein uh whatever it happens to be that you're drinking now they've got something called super tart heart chews these are non-gmo beets combined with grapeseed extract that really do give you a great sustainable energy throughout the day without those energy drinks without the sugary drinks without five cups of coffee why not go check these out right now if you haven't i'm not really sure why i've been telling you about them for a long time we made it easier for you to get started. Got you up to 45% off, plus free shipping at joelovesbeats.com, joelovesbeats.com. Hurry up, it's your best offer available anywhere. That's joelovesbeats.com for up to 45% off. Go right now to the website, joelovesbeats.com. Make it happen right now. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. A lot of people from, uh, from Minnesota want to fill me in on Esme. Is it Esme or Esme? What, what is it, Pete? It's Esme. Esme. Okay, go ahead. What's up?
1: Yes, sir. Well, you could read between the lines on it, but she is not known as a, an objective, honest reporter, but she kind of falls in lockstep with the rest of the station and that programming. It's very one-sided, very dem democratic. Uh, and they're just not, you're never going to get an honest story about what's going on. If you're looking at politics or anything that they don't fall in line with. So, She's, she's not objective, and she's not a good reporter. This shows it, another example.
0: Well, well, yeah, obviously, I mean, I'm not familiar with her at all, and this shows me who she is. And the, the, the job description literally is to be objective. And if she's not, that's a problem. Joe, also Esme, what do you think, Joe?
1: Yeah, up here in Minnesota, she's known for, if you're a Democrat, you go on her show because you'll get the hard-hitting questions. I mean, you talk about the softest of softball questions. This lady will just throw them at you.
0: It's ridiculous. I got you, Joe. I appreciate that. Paul, one more on Esme. Talk to me.
1: Uh, If you're a conservative, everybody knows Esme um, as being um, the political go-to reporter to make an interview um, look good for Democrats. It's just, it's kind of sickening, really.
0: Paul, I got you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and again, I'm I'm going off with three tweets. Might be the nicest lady on the planet. Sounds like she's a good mom. She she loves being a hockey mom or something. Um, cool. She's been doing the job I guess for a while. Just has some brand new show they just added or something on the channel for her. Um, but if I'm the manager there, and I hope that the news director is listening because I will challenge her or anybody there to journalism any day of the week, any day of the week. But if you're listening and you're somebody who's a decision maker there, you might want to rethink what she's publicly tweeting. Well, it says that she's a, an anchor reporter at WCCO. Because what she tweeted about Elon Omar was unjournalistic. And if, it, if she was trying to be journalistic, it's not even out of J school. It was horrible. You see the video she's posting that literally uh, contradicts what it is that she's saying. The next one, correction, it's not clear that she's in handcuffs. What? How about this one? Representative Elon Omar is not in handcuffs. In fact, she got a misdemeanor ticket worth 50 bucks. That would have been honest. I don't think we're asking much that you'd be honest. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Jason Lewis, when we come back. Keep it here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always love having this guy on. He is one of my mentors when it comes to talk radio. He's a former congressman, great state of Minnesota, ran for Senate and I think should have won. It's Jason Lewis. Jason, how are you? Good to see you.
1: I'm great, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. And we did run for the Senate and garnered the most votes of any Republican statewide candidate in history. And we
0: were leading well into the evening. Go figure. Imagine that, and then it didn't turn out right. By the way, he's got a brand new book out called Party Animal, The Truth About President Trump, Power Politics, and the Partisan Press. I've got to ask you about that specifically, though. Um, I've got a, I've got a house up on the lake in Michigan. Uh, plus, I live in Texas, as you know. Uh, you're, you're up near the lake in, in Minnesota. People are moving north to get away from, in Michigan, Dearborn, Hamtramck, Detroit, that, that are becoming very, very blue and very run by uh, radicals. You've got the same thing happening in Minneapolis, St. Paul. and And when we watch what's going on there, the good people, People are moving north. They're moving away, maybe even moving out of state, moving to Texas. How do you bring it back? Is this really the game? The, the, this is the, the game plan for the left. We'll go take over the big city. We'll put a bunch of, of immigrants, Somali uh, immigrants in, in Minneapolis. We'll put a bunch of people in there who are uh, of a different culture, and we'll just tell them, just vote for us, and we're going to own the state forever? That's their, that's their playbook?
1: Well, that's why Chapter 4 in the book is called Who Lost Minnesota? Uh, the fact is, I'm afraid the Twin City Metro is gone and it's not coming back. Uh, whether it's Michigan or Minnesota or Colorado or Oregon, um, the left has got a stranglehold on urban areas and everybody's leaving. Uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul lost 15,000 people in a year, 2021. So what they're doing, though, this is why I wrote Party Animal, Joe. you got to understand who we're dealing with here in the left and what I saw when I won in 2016, and then Indivisible and the Resistance, the precursor to the BLM riots and going after Supreme Court justices. What I saw shocked me, and I was taking a journal for six, seven years, and that's what this book is about. The left will do anything they can while they have power to change the, the fabric of this country. And if it means losing a midterm like 2010 over Obamacare, they will do it. But guess what, Joe? Obamacare is still here.
0: Yeah, it is. Hey, hey, even though John McCain promised he'd get rid of it. But, you know, his rift with Trump gave us That's the big thumbs the down too. at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, I'll bet it is. It's Party Animal. Go and get this book. It already is coming out as an Amazon uh, number one bestseller uh, in the category. What's interesting to me is I know the people of Minnesota are really, really good people. They really are. I hear from them every night. We've got, I think, three or four stations in Minnesota now. Really, yeah. really good people. But by the all- way, you're
1: doing great. I know Thank your affiliate you. list, and you're doing
0: great. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. So as we're watching people move north, move away from the, from the metropolis, would you ask them to move back? Would you say, hey, listen, you've got to go back and dig your heels in and take back your city? I mean, c- can that happen? I know we say it's gone, but we saw California elect a Republican after decades of Democrats right. in Schwarzenegger. Go ahead. What do you think?
1: Well, do you stay and fight or do you embrace federalism? Uh, the, the concept of subsidiarity that you vote with your feet in the final analysis. Yeah. That's what's happening. While the red states are growing, Minnesota, frankly, should have lost a, a House seat. The last minute census grab by somebody, all of a sudden, miraculously, found a bunch of new people and they kept eight seat, which helped the Democrats. What, what has happened, Joan, I know you know this, is they have weaponized every institution in society. And the worst aspect of that that I saw up close and personal in Washington was the weaponization of the DOJ. But it doesn't matter whether it's public schools, whether it's nonprofits, even churches. When they have weaponized the power of force, it is very difficult for Minnesotans or Michiganders or Texans to be represented by those in power. Yes. They don't care. When, when you say the
0: DOJ, I know what you mean federally, but let's talk about the attorney general in your state specifically. How does an Antifa grabbing idiot, this BLM guy, Keith Ellison, who doesn't like the country the way that it is right now, how is he your top cop? And how is he the guy who, even like, I think it was Corey Bush, and I can't remember the, maybe somebody bass, who was on like a three way Zoom with this guy, and he literally said, if you're a rape victim and the rapist has already left, don't call the police. Call a psychiatrist or, or, or call somebody for your mental health. There's something very wrong that 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 beautiful state can elect this guy. Do you think that was fair and square? How could they possibly have wanted him to be the law enforcement guy? What I guy? used to
1: say, yeah, you know, what I used to say in the campaign trail is, if you don't want to call the police, who are you going to call? Doctor Phil. And they have they have defunded the police. They're yes. not. They haven't brought them back yet. Crime is out of control in the Twin Cities. Just in the span of the last few days, a bullet went through Children's Hospital in downtown Minneapolis. Third floor, Children's Hospital. Wow. You had a car, another carjacking, which are out of control in St. Paul, ending in a fatality, a hit and run. A movie theater was shot up. And yet we have protesters the other night complaining that the cops shot and killed a, a clearly out of, ra- out of you know, deranged, if you will, young man who was already shooting up his neighbor. So the, the, they're shooting up the neighbor's house. Yes. The fact is that it, at some point, people will rise up and say enough, and it might just be the midterms. But until you get a handle of these levers of power, whether it's the AG's office, whether it's the governor, and Governor Tim Wallace is no different than Keith Ellison, no different than Ilan Omar, no different than Tina Smith, who I ran against, as long as they're in power, they are going to use the levers of power to suppress people. And look what's happening, Joe. They're suppressing freedom of speech. They're weaponizing the bureaucracy to go after the, the January 6 folks while BLM and Antiba protesters go off scot-free. Um, this is the weaponization of the government for one political party, and that's almost a, a working definition of despotism.
0: An amazing talk show host. He's uh, he's a great author as well. Get his book called Party Animal, The Truth About President Trump, Power Politics and Partisan Press. The, it's Jason Lewis. Jason, uh, the case that you just talked about, I believe, I saw a video of the mother screaming at the protesters, get the hell out of here. This guy tried right. to kill me and my kids. This is not George Floyd. This guy was shooting the place up. And then, of course, Benjamin Crump, who is the money-hungry you know, uh, guy, anybody who's black gets shot, he shows up. He's the guy that said, you know, hands up, don't shoot for Michael Brown, which never happened. Um, He posts a picture of this guy who's smiling and he's effervescent and the poor young guy is dead. He's shooting the place up like a madman and this woman's literally screaming at them, get away from here. You're making it worse for my family. Is is something like that going to be what it takes to turn this around or people will will people ignore her?
1: Not so far. It's been going on since the BLM riots. And the reason I wrote Party Animal is to try to get to the genesis of all this. It didn't start with Antifa and BLM. It didn't even start with the COVID lockdown and the overreach that had the attorney general going after Republican rodeos while letting protesters run wild. It started in 2016 when I ran for Congress and won, when the president ran, and indivisible groups... And the, the anti-Trump resistance started crashing Republican town halls. You remember that yes. we had to have we had to close ours down. We had to have the Capitol Police issue new security guidelines. Then they protested on my front lawn when all of this happened early on, and no one did anything. Nobody said anything, and everybody was intimidated. Why? It was Katie barred the door for Antifa and BLM once that uh, that uh, May apprehension went awry, and so here we are. And until people stand up and until, you know, Republicans got to fight too. You mentioned McCain, but immigration, as you well know, in Texas is totally out of control. I think the Republican mantra ought to be, and by the way, let me just add, you want to talk about why Ilon Omar is the face of Minnesota. Look at uncontrolled immigration and a refugee asylum program that is so corrupt and nobody's talking about it. The Republican Party ought to simply say, we're not doing anything with the Biden administration, nothing, zero, infrastructure, you name it, until they get a hold of the border. Uh,
0: Jason, are we seeing... A bit of a sea change in that people start to notice that AOC and Elon Omar were lying about being in handcuffs yesterday. It's well known they lied. They weren't arrested. They got a $50 ticket. Um, they, They were taking pictures with the Capitol Police officers afterwards. Are people starting to see the chinks in the armor that they're actresses? They're lying. They have a different view, a different perspective of America. Or will those who support them still buy what WCCO reported that Elon Omar was taken away and arrested in handcuffs?
1: Well, that's part of the partisan press, isn't it? Again, why I wrote the book. You're not going to be able to change things if you don't know the history and the truth. George Santayana said, you know, you're failed if you fail to remember history, you're condemned to repeat it. Right. And that's got to be documented, which is why I wrote Party Animal, Joe. I don't know if it's going to change or not. We need honest reporting, which we don't have. You've got a cor- corrupt Democrat media complex. I hope it changes. But understand one thing. Elon Omar and uh, AOC, who were literally— encouraging people by their presence to go to the Supreme Court justice's homes, which yes. is a violation of federal law, uh, and and threaten an independent branch of government. You want to talk about threatening democracy? There you go. Threatening judicial review. Um, until that gets vetted, uh, and I mean vetted, uh, I don't know that things are going to change. They They have the cover of the media.
0: It's party animal, the truth about President Trump, power politics, and the partisan press. His name is Jason Lewis. Go and get this. Uh, when, When I watch what's happening, I think she's District 5. Uh, in Minnesota when I see Omar's district you do have another Somali immigrant who's a conservative who wants to run and get, get right. that seat you've got another guy i can't think of his name off top of my head who's speaking truth to power who's a conservative who says enough with people controlling black people and minorities in this country he wants that seat is she locked into that seat is she is she challenged right now or not
1: Well, I I mean, I hope so. It's been a tough hill to climb over the years. Strongly Democrat seat. There will be a Democrat representative there. And let's hope that um, with all the chaos going on in the Twin Cities that people get this right. But I I, I don't know that I'd bet on it yet. Um, Some things have to change and not the least of all is accurate reporting, as you mentioned. But look, let's let's be honest here. I don't care whether it's Ilan Omar or Betty McCollum or my successor, Angie Craig, who keeps reading handbooks from the human rights campaign yeah. on how to make certain elementary children can be trans if they want on the House floor. They're every bit as random. Tina Smith, my Senate opponent, was the former executive of Planned Parenthood who said basically late term and even post birth abortion, if you want to call it that, would be an attack on women's health reproductive freedom. That's the radical nature of Minnesota Democrats right now. And uh, until that's exposed, which again is what I try to do in the book, um, I don't know that things are going to change.
0: Number one bestseller over on Amazon in the, in the political category, Party Animal, is the name of the book, The Truth About President Trump, Power, politi- power Politics, he said in the partisan press. It's Jason Lewis. Uh, Jason, uh, if you can, give us a warning here in Texas or in Florida, where Andrew Gillum almost won, by the way, against Ron DeSantis in the day, a guy who faces you know criminal charges now. Um, in Texas, where Austin, Houston, Dallas, right. uh, San Antonio are all very blue now, and they're taking over the county areas as well. Give us the warning. You saw this happen <laughs> in Minnesota.
1: How many times, Joe, do we have to—and I've got a huge chapter on immigration, what it did to Minnesota and now what it's doing to the country in the book. But how many times do we have to hear Democrats say, we've got to change the demographic of these red states to turn them blue? Yeah. Does anybody really believe— when I, when I was in Congress and working with the president, we were building the wall. We had control of the wall. I went to the San Diego border when I was in the House and saw what they did and how the wall protected San Diego. Right. Um, does anybody doubt we had it under control? And now what has happened? This is not an accident. This is a deliberate plan. And, oh, don't say replacement, even though they said replacement right. theory when right. they were advocating for it. This is a deliberate plan to change the demographics of Texas, of Tennessee, of Florida, of Florida. And, and make them look more like Minnesota. But I will tell you this, Minnesota, where I live now, in, in, in outstate or what we call greater Minnesota, is as red as red can be. Yeah. And that bifurcation... Uh, it's happening everywhere from Texas to Minnesota. You know, you mentioned
0: San Diego. If, if memory serves me right, it was an 85% decrease in illegal crossings because of the wall, because the right. border was actually being tended to. And, and, and for us to have paid the contracts and moved all the materials away so that Texas and Arizona and, and uh, New Mexico could not use that material to build the wall shows me what this administration wants. L- let me ask you about President Trump. Um, he is a guy, I keep hearing how he's polarizing. No, he's not. He's not polarizing at all. Um, the other side is polarizing. They blamed him for what it is that they're doing. This is an America first guy like you, like me, but you've got people in the Republican party, Mike Pence, Mitt Romney, forget about Cheney and Kinzinger. They're just gone, but that who are attacking him and that he shouldn't Mitch McConnell, who's the boss in the Senate. seems as though he wouldn't be somebody who would back Trump. So what do you do about a party that is so stupid that it won't circle the wagons like their opponents on the Democrat side?
1: Well, that is the difference. Uh, Democrats circle the wagons, Republicans circle the wagons and shoot inward. That's exact. You mentioned John McCain. Uh, we stuck our neck out to get that Obamacare health care bill or repeal of Obamacare bill done when I was in the House. Uh, well, McCain says it's good to go to conference. They had a different version, the skinny repeal, but that's fine. And he said 30 minutes later, he said, no, oh, no, I don't think I will because of this deranged anti-Trump syndrome. And and I will tell you, you can blame the situation we're in right now just as much on Republican never-Trumpers, Lincoln project types, they're all over Minnesota too, as you can Democrats. And that's the problem the party faces. Look, for years and years, we were told we can't have ideologues like Reagan. You've got to have someone that's independent, maybe a past Democrat, maybe willing to do a deal. That was Donald Trump. Yes. See, let's be honest, Joe. You and I, we're among friends here. He was no ardent conservative. He that was a reputation when he first announced. He was the guy that's going to do a deal. Well, he had his hand out and put the olive branch out. And you know what the Democrats did? Well, if you're going to run as a Republican, we're not going to work with you. And that's what happened.
0: But, and, but, so he and, and, and by, and by the way, slapped we,
1: so many times. Trump said, well, I'm not going to deal with these people. Yeah. Uh, and so he fought back. That's exactly what the Republican Party needs to do.
0: He thought that they would deal. He really thought he could make a deal happen. He had no idea how deep the swamp was. And we've mentioned John McCain a few times. John McCain was a liar. You've got to see what's coming from a Romney, from a Kinzinger, from a Lincoln project. John McCain ran for re-election on repealing Obamacare, period. That's what he said. He ran for re-election on closing the border. He never did that either. He also, when, when Obama was the president, said, I'm going to filibuster until they stop the cash for clunkers. And then he went home the next day. So okay. he just – he lied because he knew it would be politically expedient. So the last and question – and, and go and get this book, the by the way. They
1: no, uh, day after the blowout in 2018. I wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal right. blasting McCain and suggesting that at that point in July, when it was thumbs down on the American Health Care Act, that was the end of the Republican control of the House – I think I was right. But boy, did his defenders in the media, especially the Washington Post, come after me. So I, I set the record straight on that in the book, uh, uh, real clear.
0: Go to uh, get the book Party Animal, The Truth About President Trump, Power Politics and the Partisan Press. So the question uh, associated with McCain, and thank you for calling him out. I called him out regularly as well. Um, the question has to be, how do we see him coming? How do we see somebody who is lying to our faces, who will say anything to get reelected and keep that power, and the four martini lunches, how do we see them coming before we actually put them there and they do it?
1: Well, the first thing I do is check the water supply in Utah. With their governor, and Mitt Romney's a senator, I don't know what they're drinking out there, but <laughs> it, it's not red Kool-Aid, that's for sure. Um, it is a problem within this party, and, and, and may, you know, look. Trump brought the Republican Party uh, kicking and screaming. He dragged the party into issues they'd been avoiding with sort of a comfortable conservatism. Got a problem with the border? have a tax cut. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for tax cuts. I fought for one and passed it in the House. But everything was a tax cut. Why is that? Because that doesn't offend anybody who doesn't like a tax cut. But if you're talking about pro-life, Supreme Court justices, if you're talking about immigration, you're talking about taking on China, you're talking about the outrageous trans ideology going on in schools from K through 16. That's, that's post-secondary colleges and universities. Oh, we don't want to touch that. My, the campaign consultants, and I can tell you this from firsthand knowledge, will tell you, oh, no, that's too hot. Don't go there. Wow. Just, just throw out another tax cut bill. And again, I'm as big a supply sider as you are. Um, That's part of the problem with this economy. But that's not going to solve the border, is it?
0: No, it's not. Party Animal is the name of the book. Go and get it right now. It's Jason Lewis. Jason, come back anytime, brother. It's been too long.
1: It has been. And, Joe, you're doing great. I appreciate it. And let's, let's go get him in the midterms before it's too late, my friend.
0: Absolutely. We appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here.
1: This is The Joe
0: Pag Show. Really glad to have uh, Jason Lewis on. Jason Lewis, in my opinion, should have won that Senate seat in Minnesota. Minnesota, you can bring it back. You really can. But you've got to make sure that you're voting for people that you know will do the right thing. Enough is enough with the defund the police movement. Enough is enough with Keith Ellison. Enough is enough with people who are pro-abort the child whenever you feel like it. Time to get back to traditional values in that great state. 888-941-PAGS. Go to JoePags.com. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show.